The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of eat sleep list your home for list making right here on the network at bicbp-radio.com my name is matt johnson one of your hosts and as per usual i am joined by my good friend my pal my main man mr daniel torres daniel how are you hi buddy i'm sorry i came and fired up it's been a it's been a tumultuous weekend i I understand i understand uh for for those of you out there who also uh do fantasy football throughout the year and also got kicked in the ass by adam thielen yesterday i am very very sorry for (laughs) your loss in your league because it's it hurts it hurts a little bit, but I'm happy to be with you. I'm happy to be amongst friends. We got a full house today. Which we have I'm a super happy about awesome group of people today. We yes, have we um I don't have their accounts in front of me, but we have the two, uh, two guests with the most cameo appearances. All right, on this show, um, introduce uh, Andrew from all the way down in Texas. He's been here for he's been on the show many 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 many. Many times, uh, and his last episode he was on, we did, oh, geez, we did the cartoon one. Cartoon one. Yeah, yeah, cartoon. Yeah, you filled in for, you filled in for Dan, and we, I was like, damn, I didn't realize I'd never done a cartoon list before. Gotta do cartoons. Gotta do cartoons. Yeah, there was an elite grab on your part. So welcome back to the show. Um, you got, you got a couple shows going with, uh, Wet Directive Sports Podcast, Nostalgia Funhouse. Yep. And I think, is that it for the time? That's it. That's it. So, Just two. Good for you. Uh, <laughs> two's, enough. Two. two's enough for sure. Two's, two's 100%. Covers everything I need. Nostalgia yeah. and sports. That's yeah. it. Yep. It makes, yeah. It, it's uh, it's good. That's all you need. Uh, and of course, uh, our other second, uh, the other guy who, again, I don't have the count in front of me, but he's had a lot of, a lot of appearances. I think his last appearance, was it the book list? It was probably but, the book yeah. It might have yeah. been the book list. So is either the book list or the no is the president's one. I think that Those was after. Very close together, maybe. Yeah. 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 I think the president's one was after now that you I said. I think so. Yeah. Uh I think that was the that was the one. So it's been a little while, but uh everybody welcome back to the show. Uh the man who will be replacing me on this podcast when I step away. Uh when my wife's never mind. I'm not going to go into detail, but when, when baby Johnson comes out, uh, Mr. Brian Finch, Brian, welcome back. My friend, how are you? I'm well, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to do the old Laurel handshake here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just heard baby Johnson come out and I just got done listening to the <laughs> discussion. So my brain's still in that, oh, in yeah. that mode. So, oof. <laughs> of course, why, would you I'll, I'll switch it why do you listen to that trash? It's a terrible show. <laughs> 
<laughs> Brian is uh he is one of the hosts of Crafting Drafting, which I'm very, very excited to be a part of. I think is that it for the moment right now? That's all I mean we got our Star Wars once a month. Oh, yes, area grievances, yes. Yeah. So uh yeah, keeping it low key right now. You yeah. never know what'll come up. You never know, never know. Um, and like I mentioned, Brian will be taking over for me and co-host with Dan uh, when I when I leave. Probably going to take a break in March, maybe February or March. We'll see how I'm feeling and how things are progressing. But uh, but yeah, so he'll be a replacement for a couple months. And who knows? We might keep him around when I come back, if he wants to be. Don't <laughs> do that. If he wants, we maybe do a trio. <laughs> we'll see. Um, today, well, we're in the holiday season. Hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving, of course. Uh, but we are in the holiday season, and Christmas is all the rage right now. Even though it was kind of a weird, like, Black Friday where I, I didn't hear anything. I didn't see any videos of people fighting each other. It was uh, it was a little weird. It was a little weird. The lines weren't massive for Black Friday. But I've been doing a lot of, like, old video watching. I've been watching old Christmas commercials on YouTube because they have hour-long compilation videos where it's like uh, – hour two hours of 70s 80s 90s christmas commercials and i'll just watch them and i was like man there's some really cool stuff you know cool just toys that i completely forgot about just cool just memories that i completely you know forgot about or stuff i'd never seen before and me being a big nostalgia guy it was really neat to kind of go through and and, and see some of the stuff and just feel just you know just experience this stuff over again but it got me thinking uh, you know, I think we all, and I, that's why we're doing this list is we all have maybe a material possession. Well, that's basically what this is, but material possessions that we've asked for or have always wanted, but just never, ever got to have. And, uh, that's why I decided let's do a top 10 all time Christmas wish list. So it's basically stuff that we never had before, uh, material things. And you know, there's, there's so much cool stuff out there. I, this is a very tough list for me. I don't know how you guys felt about it, but I had a, a tough time as far as what do I put in my top 10. I had a tough time figuring out things. <laughs> yeah, I I think this was one of the hardest lists we've ever put together, honestly. Yeah, we've had a lot of those recently. It is by far the hardest list I've ever put together, and this is where everyone hates me again. Andrew knows where I'm going to Yeah. this. I got uh, something on my list that I'm can't wait to hear Brian go. Ooh, uh, you know exactly what I mean. I Brian. asked for stuff. Yeah, I know. I know. I feel bad already. I <laughs> I asked for stuff and then I received said stuff for the most part. I think a lot of this stuff on here is just things that I may have just forgot to ask for too. Yeah, that's definitely fair. There's uh, my mother. My mother uh, no longer with us, but God bless her heart, worked about two to three two to three jobs during the holiday season so we didn't really go without and right what, and those other two one to two extra jobs those paychecks went towards christmas so right so, yeah sweet lady good. sweet lady um all right we have a lot of things to mention we have 40 different things to mention uh most likely more than likely so are uh, y'all ready to make a list yes sir yeah. ready all right, let's do it. The all-time Christmas wish list. Here we go. Andrew Lenz, your number 10 all-time Christmas wish list item. Megatron. Had 
damn near every Transformer imaginable. Combiners, Devastator, Omega Supreme, Metroplex, Trypticon. But do you think I had the original Megatron, my the brother? And I? Never. Never once did we have the original Megatron. And it still kind of breaks my heart to this day. That we had Optimus Prime, so he just had to fight Starscream or Galvatron. Never any Megatron. Have you tried to find now that you have your own money? Do you have you ever tried to find it? Like you've ever tried to look it up and, and get it? Yeah. And then I decide I'd like to make a mortgage payment. <laughs> oh, it's that it's that bad? Well, because uh he transforms into a gun. Oh. Oh. So then everybody got on that safety stuff. You know how it is as as it got older, <laughs> as it got later on in the years, you know, people worried about kids. So the original Megatron is very hard to find. Interesting. Very the, interesting. What a great choice. Because that's an iconic figure of the ni- the yes. 80s. Excuse me. Um, that's it. That's an iconic one of the 80s. So I completely understand that one. Man. So we're already starting off hot. They're so cool. It's so cool. All the OG Transformers were so cool. <laughs> there's no beating the OG ones. No. No. No, not at all. I do have like one on my list. It's not an OG, but yeah, we'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. All right. Very good, Andrew. Way to kick us off. Brian, you're number 10. Uh, this one's probably the least expected and the one that's probably the most head scratching, but I always wanted Rock'em Sock'em Robots. And for whatever reason, as simple as that was, I never got them. Um, I don't know if it was because like I was in between years of manufacturing or whatnot, but they just never, I don't know. They never showed up. Really? Yeah. Guess who had them? Brian. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I'm going to guess Andrew had them. Did, did they work as well as you hoped or or as I'm thinking they did? No, we actually had transformers ones, so we didn't have like, but they were the same thing. It was Megatron versus, uh, that's the closest I ever got to the original Megatron is <laughs> Megatron versus Optimus prime. And they worked. And then you just sat there. It, it was one of those things as a kid, you were like, Oh, this is going to be the best. And then you just did it for like 20 minutes. And you're like, this sucks. I'm going to go back <laughs> to just playing with the regular toys. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. I never, <laughs> like there was always such a difference in age. Like my brother eventually got one and we did play it for a little bit. And it's just, Either I was really bad, I was probably pretty bad at it. But it just, it it looked so much better on TV than it was in person. Yeah. That's the other yeah. thing. Yeah, for sure. I'm guessing it was like a Crossfire thing. Yeah. Oh, Crossfire. Yeah. Crossfire! Come on. <laughs> Who doesn't remember that commercial? I do. I, yeah. I've watched it many times over the last couple of weeks. So. <laughs> yeah, I saw it on a few of those lists I was watching on YouTube. Oh, cool. So, all right. Very good, Brian. Very good, number 10. Dan, you're number 10. Going to cheat for my number 10 because this is something that I eventually got for myself. Okay. But, like, it wasn't a Christmas gift, and I always wanted one. It's an N64. Yeah. So I saw every uh, kid around me, Cheese Man being, you know, the main one, uh, be around, uh, that I was around as a kid, have an N64. It was the one to have if you were a Nintendo person. Yeah. I always was lucky enough to have the PlayStation. I got the PlayStation in kindergarten. But, like, you know, the grass looks greener on the other side of 
the fence sometimes. Oh, sometimes sure. you just want that N64 so that you could play Zelda all the time if you want to play Zelda all the time, which I couldn't do at, until I was an adult and I could afford <laughs> to buy my own N64, which I eventually did. Um, but yeah, it, as a kid, I always just kind of hoped ah, maybe it'll be under there one of these years. Like maybe, maybe I'll have a Nintendo to go with it. But, you know, back then having both consoles was kind of like, unheard of a little bit you right could, you could afford one or the other and it wasn't necessarily both now people do it all the time uh but yeah, people got a playstation and an xbox it's like why they're both the same damn thing exactly <laughs> get good deals off of yeah. the, the people who do that but um yeah an n64 is my number 10 for very good very good yeah i didn't get one until i was much older much much older and i felt cheated because again that was what we, we were we were team sony we were team playstation growing up so uh, after the Super Nintendo. And then I, yeah, I had to buy a Wii with my own personal money in like the 11th grade. And I was like, ugh, this is horrible. Back when like minimum wage was $7.50. Right. Oh, dear God. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. I'm not going to tell Simpler you what they started out at. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> but also, video game consoles weren't $300 when you were looking for it, right? Uh... Uh, yeah, probably if you got the like N64 the Nintendo, might have been around that. Yeah, or the yeah, like the Nintendo Action Pack, I think, was about two to three hundred bucks. Did you buy it with your own money though? No, my dad had it. My oh. dad got it, and my that's what I'm talking about. I, that's right. That's right. That's I had talked about. I had divorced parents, so when Dan was like having two systems was unheard of. We planned out our system thing. So my mom, <laughs> well, my grandmother got us our Nintendo, our Super Nintendo. And my dad was like, hey, I'll buy you guys a Super Nintendo. And my brother was like, no, we're going to tell him we want a Sega Genesis. Oh. So we had two. We had both systems. So it was it was nice. But we had to plan it out. You know, your parents get divorced. You don't have a stable home. Well, I had a stable home, but you don't have a father in the home. But you do have two video game consoles. What kind of <laughs> kind of helps out playing yeah. the game. Definitely. I, definitely softens the blow just a little bit. Yeah, I respect oh, it. To the touch. Yes. Where's my father? <laughs> Don't worry, I got Sonic. <laughs> Good stuff. Man. Yeah, thank you, sir. <laughs> okay, that took a dark turn. Um, all right. Very good guys. So my father far. was in the picture. Don't <laughs> got us a second Genesis. Fair. All right, you did yes. You got the both out of it. Uh, all right. I'm going to go with my number 10. I also have Megatron on here. However, Ooh. however, my generation of Transformers, and this is going to trigger Andrew, was yeah. Beast Wars. Okay. When they were dinosaurs and other stuff. I was gifted an optimal prime giant gorilla uh figure like you can transform it it was very complicated but you can transform it my cousin got megatron i liked megatron more not i don't want to sound ungrateful but i'm a big dinosaur guy and i thought megatron the big purple di- uh, t-rex was cool and he had you know what I mean? he could move it and then his his hand was like the, the t-rex face and stuff so that's one that i always wanted to, we never traded uh but there was always a part of me that was like man that would have been cool to have both of them. It was usually like for like those bigger purchases, like those bigger items. It was either one or the other. Yeah, it was never like like a, like a game console typically, or or like one big like one action figure or something like 
there was no way that if I got Optimal Prime for Christmas that I was ever going to get Megatron to have him fight somebody. If I when I did Toy Wars, it was just Optimal Prime by himself. I mean, it just, was horrible. Yeah. It, it, see, it's just not fun. It's tough. Okay. It's tough. So, yeah, this is yeah. The, for for me, this is this was all I knew of Transformers in the nineties. So, this was the be all end all. This was like ninety six, ninety seven. They actually have old episodes up on YouTube, and the three D is so uh, the 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 animation's so bad. Um, it has not aged very good. Yeah, I think my son and I watched it one time, and he was like, "What is this? Can you please turn it off?" <laughs> it, it looks it like, like, like on the tar- animation. It was yeah. based on the animation. Yeah, it was like Atari Jaguar graphics. It wasn't great. It was not very good at all. Um, so there it is, my number ten, uh, the Beast Wars Megatron. We. We arrived for our number nine. Andrew, what do you got? So considering I grew up in the age of, hey, uh, let's put out a commercial or put it in a movie and then make these kids tell their parents they want it generation. I got to go with something from a little movie called The Wizard. And it was the Power Glove. And And when I watched that kid play Rad Racer with the Power Glove, I was like, I need one of those in my life. (laughs) <laughs> never did get a power glove and i thank god i kind of didn't get a power glove but i really really wanted one because i heard they're absolutely horrible they didn't work properly and i see all the sensors you have to put around the tv just to get this thing to work yeah yep. facts straight facts i had it it was garbage <laughs> it looked cool nintendo had see that was one thing nintendo they had a lot of accessories but they were just they didn't work like they had the floor pad. I think they were one of the first ones to do the floor yeah. the floor mat yeah. one. Yeah. And the power glove. They had Rob, but I think only like one or two games worked for it. Yeah. We had wireless controllers that I think we we used twice. Cause it worked off of infrared and not like uh, it is today with like Bluetooth. So if you're right. not right in front of that sensor, it just never worked. Yeah. Yeah, they tried. Mm-hmm. I had the turbo button controllers. Oh, Mad Cats or Tiger Cats or something like that. No, not Tiger oh, Cats. They, I was... think these are even Nintendo brand. It might have been. Yeah. Like... Oh, really? The one with the circle with the D-pad or the one with the joystick? The, cause the it, D-pad. Cause they... Okay, because we had the NES Advantage. That was the joystick, and that was the only way that you could do certain moves and uh, skate or die with. Uh-huh. It had a turbo button. I used to use it in Super Volleyball. So I could do the power up before I did the spike. <laughs> Sick. Hold that that turbo button. Bam. <laughs> yeah. So the power glove. I, I I think that's a great choice. That's a great choice. I don't. I wonder how much they go for on uh, on the market now. Just to, just to say you have one. Uh, Six hundred dollars complete in box. Wow. Wow. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Not sweet Jesus. But all right. It's Very... even harder if you're left-handed to find one. Yeah, that's right. Because they they mostly market it for right-handed people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's tough. All right. Moving on to uh, Brian. You got your number nine. Yes, I have the triple arcade from Fisher Price slash Mattel, and what it was was a three-in-one combo pinball, skee ball, and basketball hoop, uh, like arcade setup. Oh. Yeah. Like a tabletop thing? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Dope. Uh-huh. Uh, um, what you're talking about. Now, 
I, I know I probably didn't beg for it too much uh, because my cousin had it. So I probably got the story. Like I asked for it once and I probably heard, we can just play that down. So at so-and-so's house. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's not my house. I want to <laughs> play, play when I want to play it. I don't want to have to wait until I get like a day to go down and, and play it at his house. Yeah. That's really cool. It so was it's... unique. It got so when it came out, I'll admit right now, I was probably a little older than the like target age range. Yeah. Same time, like the pinball machine worked just like a normal pinball machine. So mm. I love pinball too. And it's really, I love pinball. You said ski ball was the other one and yeah. basketball. Yeah. Top of shot. So cool. They used to do a lot of tables like that. Like they, they were like, uh, you get like a three in one, like multiple. I don't see those too often anymore. Yeah. And I wanted it was it was it did a little bit of air hockey. It did a it was just yeah. There's those were the days, man. Yeah, it was a big thing in the nineties. Big 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 thing in the nineties where they just just let's put a bunch of stuff into one thing and sell it. Yeah. Uh, I had one when I was younger, something like that, and I just I wish I would have been older to old enough to appreciate it. I do. I had a full-size air hockey table for a while as a kid. Yeah. And that was cool. That was like, I think we got it when we got it when I was like younger, like six or seven, because we originally got a pinball machine and it broke immediately. So we got refunded and we bought an air hockey table with it. And that was so fun. It was so much fun for a while. Until it wasn't, and then it just sat around as like a, a another piece of furniture for whatever room it was. Yeah, in. we had one, and the air went, and then it just became everybody just piled their stuff on it. Yeah, exactly. It's usually how it goes. It happens. Yeah, it does. If you supply one on it, could be a dining room table. There you go. <laughs> it kind of became like a basement table. How yeah, goes. very good, Brian. Love that for number nine, man. Uh, Dan, you're number nine. I, it, it's so funny because I really have no particular order for these because I realized putting this list together, I had pretty good Christmases overall. Oh, for sure. As a kid, like, I can't remember, like, being like, oh, I really wanted this. or Because my parents did, like, really good with, like, I'm also not a picky person. Yeah. So I tried, I really did try to gear this more towards what toys were out as a kid that, like, I really did want and just never did get the chance to get. And low key, I always wanted a good looking Megazord so bad, especially one that like separated into like if you could get like the different animals. They those ones yes, existed. They did that they had, um, especially in like like late nineties when we were growing up. I had the movie Power Rangers one. Yeah, like see something like yeah. that. They used to always advertise for some of them in comic books. Like all the time, there'd be like cool figures that would like break together you could put back uh, um build back or whatever um transformers was always really good doing that too but you know power rangers just being the sh the show when we were growing up yeah I always wanted one because of how popular it was so that deserved a spot on my number nine i That's felt like very good choice i had the yeah i'm not again i'm not trying to like rub it in I had the I had the 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 Dino, the Thunder Zord for the Red Ranger I used to carry around. It was the dragon. Oh, could, cool! Yeah, it was really neat. I remember my grandma got mad at me because I brought it to like dinner one time. She hated when I brought toys to like stuff. 
Really? So, yeah, it was weird. Families. Or weird. she put like a limit on how many toys I could bring to stuff. Yeah, it was, it was we weird. Had, Just uh... the grandma that favorited people? No, no, no. She didn't want to spend time with us. Uh... <laughs> we had a we had a Voltron growing up that was like that. Yeah, yeah. Vol- Voltron was the other one I was thinking of too. Voltron's always looked really. We cool. had Voltron. It didn't work too well because it was like this thin plastic tail to each one of the lions that yeah. went the uh, black lion, and it, just, it it was good, but it wasn't like. Now that I'm looking back on it, it wasn't the best, but I'm pretty sure that was like the best I had to do with at that time period. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Yeah, so I had yeah, that's a that's a very good one, Dan. I do have a Zord on mine too. Ooh, I do cool. I do have one on cool. there. I got one too. Sweet. I like to hear that. All right. My number nine, I'm gonna go with uh so Digimon was a big thing uh towards the late nineties, early two thousands. And they actually had their own like transformer toy where it had the original evolution and you could transform it to like one of the, 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 the other ones. And one of my favorite Digimon was Patamon and they had a transformer version of it where you can turn them into Angemon, which was his Digi evolution, his next stage. And Angemon was like the best, yes. the best like champion level Digimon because he defeated Devimon in the car in the anime and he was just super powerful. All right. So I loved it. But yeah, he, he was like this this cute, like flying orange and white pig thing. And then you transform into this this sweet angel. And I I thought I had bought it, but <laughs> so I, I bought a Patamon toy. I thought it was the one, and it wasn't. Oh. But it, it, it talked, it was cool, but it was just it didn't transform. Didn't so. turn into that. And I just it's very expensive now. So uh so yeah, that that's my number nine. The the we'll call it a Digimon a, a Digimon Transformer, but um pretty cool. Anjaman was always really dope too. Yeah. And then you had Anja Woman too, right? Yep. That Gatoman yeah. turned into. Yeah. Oh man, I remember those episodes specifically. They were dark as shit as a kid. I know. Brian's like, what the you guys talking about. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about because I was in high school and I was hooked on the whole storyline of Digimon. Oh, yeah. so dope. It was really neat. I I it was it was after Pokemon started getting wild with like the different leagues and stuff and the future show, it got confusing. Digimon was my thing for a while. Yeah. So, yeah. It was super dark. Yeah. And then like Yu Gi Oh 2 was tame on screen. And you're like, oh, okay, this isn't necessarily that bad. And then you read the manga eventually. You're like, oh, shit. Like, what is wrong with these people that are making these shows? <laughs> so this porn a lot. It's, it's some very dark yeah. stuff. Very dark stuff. So, so that is my. Digimon was Wish Pokemon, right? No. Oh, or, or no. Tamu, Tamu Pokemon. Po- Pokemon. Was... You guys say Pokemon? I think. <laughs> Digimon was Digimon had a better story. Like I I watched Digimon and I was a teenager because of the story behind it. And even though they only had one move per evolution, it was just cool when they actually did it. Because in Pokemon it was like, oh let's fight. Okay. Pikachu, do this. But all of a sudden you'd be like, oh no, something you know, somebody's attacking a Digimon, and then all of a sudden you'd hear me like Agumon, Digivolve, too. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that, thing was a ba- that thing was a banger. And that they would just change voices and everything else. 
but Brian, all, from, all the things you just said sound like this in my head is the same mocking no, voice. It's over. No, no, Digivolve's way different than a Pokemon evolution. <laughs> I like that it. had fun and Andrew had fun. And Dan, did you do the Pokemon stuff? I did. I did Pokemon Digimon. I wasn't as high on, and then um, Yu-Gi-Oh. I learned when oh, it Yu-Gi-Oh. was big. It's like I, a, I learned it. like the magic cards. In in a sense, yeah. It's yeah. it's a very 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 basic version of something like that. I'm glad you guys all enjoyed those toys. <laughs> <laughs> I played Yu-Gi-Oh because my son got into it. Yeah. So. Oh boy, the kid yeah. down the hall. No, no, the older the one. one. Not, not, the kid, not the kid that lives down the hall. <laughs> kid that lives next door. There you go. All right, there it is. My number nine, Andrew, moving on to your number eight. All right, this was so awesome as a kid, and I wanted one so bad, but I think I didn't get one because I, I might have been a little bit of a husky child at some points, but I always wanted a Bigfoot power wheel. Bigfoot was the best. He was the best monster truck ever. Gravedigger, you can eat it because you will never be as good as Bigfoot. And I wanted the Bigfoot power wheel, 100%. Not just any power wheel, the Bigfoot power wheel. Plus two, I think I was a little sick of pedaling because I had a kit and a General Lee uh, pedal cart. Okay. So, so yeah, that's a... (laughs) That's what I had growing up, but I always wanted a Bigfoot power wheel. I was looking at a couple different power wheels. I seen they had a ninja one. There was a couple, they had a really some cool themed ones in the nineties. A, a lot of variety. A lot of variety yeah. power wheels did. I was also too big for the electronic ones. When <laughs> I when I see my brother get like uh it was like a truck one, I was like I would, I would actually, I was way too tall for it, but I would hop it. I'm like, oh wow, 250 pound limit, and I'd kick him out, and I just drive it around the block, <laughs> like those. You never see those those older people, like the 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 big fun trend right now is those those tall people. They get they get they just drive the the power wheel or little small gas power vehicles like in regular traffic because it's too expensive to have a car and pay for gas. You ever see those yeah. videos? <laughs> yep. I did a I did a, a Kyler Murray meme video one time for two point where a guy pull up like to a diner or something like that. And he had like this tiny car. He just got in it and drove off into traffic. But <laughs> I, I, they were power wheels is great. And I don't see them. any. I, I see them, but it's not advertised as frequently as it used to be. No, it, I don't think they have to rely on the advertisement as much as maybe they used to back in the day. Cause yeah. I mean, it's, everybody knows like once your kid hits a certain age, you go out and get one. Like, you know, my daughter's got the mini car. Um, She'll probably outgrow it after this season, you know. After after this spring, she'll probably be a little too big for it. But yeah, uh, Andrew, d- did you did I ever tell you that I had the Bigfoot power wheel? I probably knew that you did, Brian. <laughs> so so far, uh, two two things on your Brian's list. Like, I like this. Dick and one, and one, 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 one of my like this. Brian's like Richie Rich over here, and I'm just it's one two of one right now. I'm just one of those <laughs> dirt kids in. playing baseball as I'm hoping my mom doesn't get laid off and maybe Brian's dad can swoop in and save him. <laughs> maybe if she if she if he knew her, maybe he could have. <laughs> oh, she would have crushed what? it at tops. She would have crushed it at tops with my dad. I love it. Anywho. <laughs> Very good. All right, Brian, you're number eight. 
Uh, this will start a running theme for me. I uh, was a big board game collector. It was fun watching these retro uh, 90s commercials and seeing different ones pop up. And the first one that I was excited to see the commercial for was a game called Forbidden Bridge, which reminded me a lot of Legends of the Hidden Temple, yeah. but set in a fun um, kind of, I guess it's a board game. I mean, I don't know. Oh, was, that's cool. Yeah. Um, oh, shit, the price. I mean, I'm sure it was like a $40 board originally. Yeah, I think that's the exact one I was thinking. $150 right now. No big deal. $150? No, I don't need that. $150? Yeah. I don't need that. This looks very familiar. I feel like I played this game before. Yeah, I now now that I see that cover, I've absolutely played that before. I've definitely played it. I don't think I owned it, but I've definitely played it, or at least seen a commercial for it. See, I never even got to play it. I just remember the commercial... And throwing it down on my list to Santa, be like, it'd be really cool if I got this. <laughs> and that one fell off the sleigh or something. I don't know. Andrew, do you have this one? No, no, no. I definitely remember playing this game at my cousin's house at some point. Yeah. Cause I remember how distinct the board is. It was it was so cool looking. They don't make board games like this anymore. Mm-hmm. Even Mousetrap is like shit. You read my mind. You read my mind. Well, like I was just thinking about Mousetrap. Yeah, it's so good. You have thirteen dead end drive in that closet behind you, don't you? Uh, I don't think I do, but I think we talked about it before. I don't think I I don't think so. I have it now, Brian. I I gave (laughs) it to my cousins to play with. Okay. I I I don't think I have it in the closet. I have to double check. I have so many board games that I bought. And I was like, we're going to do board game nights here. And here we are four years later. And we still haven't done a board game. Night. <laughs> no, no. There's a I'll lot of fucking. There's... Oh, yeah. Oh, I actually did it with uh, Trevor. It was one of the first uh, for... first lists we ever did was the board game list. Okay. Yeah. I would do a board game night here. Oh, hell yeah. I haven't played board games in forever. I, 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 I wish I'd get people to get it. It's always sure. been trouble, but yeah. yeah. Pain in the ass. Pain in the butt. For sure. All right. Very good. I like that. I like I like that you did some board games. I I was looking at a couple and uh I was like, ah, oh, there's none that I probably put on the top ten list, but there's a lot of good board games out there that I didn't get to play. Um all right, Dan, you're number eight. My number eight, I don't even know if it actually existed ever. Ever, 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 ever. But I want it to so bad and I always just low key wanted it for Christmas. I wanted a reptar wagon. Like a legit reptar wagon, like not from Rugrats, not not the not the ones like the little action figure ones that you pushed around. Wanted a ride. I wanted like the little kid in me always kind of hoped on Christmas that I'd wake up and there'd be a fucking reptar wagon under (laughs) my tree, like one that actually worked and moved by itself. It didn't have to shoot fire. I don't need to get that extreme, even though, like, that would have been the toy as a kid, right? I, like, I would have lit four of my friends on fire at least. Like, we, me and Steve would have, if a reptar wagon actually existed, me and Steve would have a story about one of us getting lit on fire by, by a reptar wagon. I'm actually surprised they didn't make, like, a ride in one. Like, the, you know, those, like, little, the red and yellow, like, little tykes cars or whatever that they used to have or that they still make. It's like, 
with the Wii. I got actually surprised they never tried to like make something like that. They made yeah. cheesier ones. I looked it up because I could have thought I swore I saw one when I worked at Toys R Us. Oh, those like buggies you're talking about? Kind of, yeah. People, yeah. Like the this one's like um like just has like stickers on it and then your kid like sits on it and you know you you just kind of like push them down somewhere and they're like you come back and get me and then you just throw them back down to the hallway again mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah I, I i i wanted it to like actually move like a barbie car would or something like that though like that that would have been the coolest thing but yeah that's my number eight very good that's a, that's a fun one. I, I used to love Rugrats. So, and, and yeah, what kid who watched that show didn't wish they had a Reptar? So neat. Um, Okay. My number eight, I'm going to put the, uh, I'm going to put my, oh, God. This is so hard. All right. So this was the year I found out that uh, Christmas wasn't what I thought it was. All right. I'll just say that. I was getting a little bit more of an expensive taste, and uh, and I asked for one like when I when I got older, I just like okay, I just want one thing, and it was the uh, I was big, big, big into wrestling at, at that time, huge into wrestling, and John Cena had a Spinner U.S. Championship <laughs> belt, and they had a replica of it, and I was like, oh my god, I want this thing so bad because it it is the cool to me, it is like a top three, maybe top two coolest looking pro wrestling championship belt. Um, the spinner us title. I invite you guys to go look it up. It was so cool. It's way cooler than the spinner WWE championship belt he ever had, but I did ask for this. And then I found out again, that Christmas wasn't what I thought it was. This was in the eighth grade, mind you. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I was, I was not only did I not get this U S title, my childhood was destroyed <laughs> in the same day that I put this list out uh, I've been requesting it for Christmas. So that is one thing that I've always wanted. Uh, and it's, it's one, if I could swing it, like I would, I would probably, that's probably one of the, like, I would have to get like a legit, like replica belt of it. Yeah, like a, a, a like almost a perfect one one for one replica of it, but that's that's my favorite one. So, uh yeah, I'm gonna go to the Spinner U.S. Championship belt. So that was the Christmas that you found out that yes. Santa Claus and wrestling share more more in common. <laughs> hey, Big Show showing up in Jingle All the Way dressed up as a giant Santa. Yes, yes. predetermined choreographed. Yeah. Well, yes, actually, yeah. yeah. It kind of is choreographed, and I guess. But yeah. Brian had a very good comparison there. I didn't even think about the. the he was wrestling. about to use the f word. <laughs> and as a semi member of the cult, as a semi member of the cult of Cornet, we don't say the f word. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised no one got my Jingle All the Way reference. I, I love Jingle All. That's it. my that favorite Christmas really movie, good. and I did appreciate it. Yeah, we... <laughs> that, that's legit my favorite Christmas movie, and I will be watching it multiple times this holiday season. I think it got overshadowed because you made Andrew mad. <laughs> <laughs> Say the F word. Very that's good. The third time this episode already. 
I, I just wanted to mention too before we move on. If it's the same like era that I'm thinking about, I'm pretty sure I asked for a WWE theme addict in the same year and got that. So you should have set your bar a little. I, I did get that. No, I no, that was like a year before I did end up getting that. Oh damn! A year before, or might actually it might have been that year. And I was bringing it to wrestling practice. I stuck my big ass CD player, stuff it in my pocket, and running stairs. Oh, good times! Oh. All right, on to our number seven. Andrew. My number seven is the turtle blimp. It was an actual blimp that you would blow up. I mean, it wouldn't float or anything, but you had to blow up the blimp. And, you know, it was a a turtle's vehicle. I had the party wagon, but I did not have the blimp. So I felt a little incomplete. What if my turtles needed to drop bombs on the Foot Clan through the streets of New York? And I never did get one. My cousin had one that I was never really a big fan of. So that always kind of like hurt me away. But oh, it did. Uh, it did. It would detach the little seat part turned into, a, you know, makeshift glider had a nice little grip at the end. So you could fly it around. Brian knows what I'm talking about. I do. Yeah. My cousin he had probably it. had it. No, my cousin had this. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> wow. It's only like $400 on eBay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was an only child, uh, so he was even more spoiled than me. You can <laughs> buy uh, the reissue, the Playmates reissue. I think, yeah, twenty fourteen. I seen it came out. Yeah, like fifty to seventy bucks. That's not bad. I was thinking about getting it, but I'm debating on between that or Snake Mountain. <laughs> but my wife doesn't understand the value of needing Snake Mountain because if you got Castle Grayskull, you know, where's Skeletor going to go? You need Snake Mountain. Of <laughs> course, she just calls me a dork and tells me to go to bed. Yeah, that's usually what I get too. That's what I get too. That's a cool oh, one. Grayskull is behind your head though, right now, isn't it? I can see yes. It. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's. I remember and how excited Andrew was when he got that. Oh. Like just a couple years ago, he's like, yeah. "Bro, look what I got!" Very <laughs> excited. Uh very good, very good. All right, Bri, you're number seven, bud. Number seven is a toy that I was jealous of my brother owning, and I probably, as a young kid, was part responsible for why it got lost and pieces disappeared because I was awful with my siblings possessions i was a terrible terrible uh, little brother at times and i regret it highly especially the voltron full assembled voltron toy um my brother had it huh (laughs) andrew had voltron i'm guessing so no my brother had it and i it was all made out of metal it was like pretty much all metal it was so legit um and I just remember as I grew up, like it parts just went missing and you you only found the yellow lion and you were, you're missing like the, the head part. So it's like, so it no fun to play with anymore. So I always was like, I want that. But it was past when they were manufacturing it. Your stupid Power Rangers were around by then. So nobody cared about Voltron anymore. What's Voltron? I don't know. Just the thing that actually inspired all your stupid Power Ranger crap, and therefore I couldn't get my Voltron because they were like, you don't need Voltron. You already have Voltron at home. I'm like, no, I don't. That's Power Rangers. You know who Voltron <laughs> is? He is the defender of the universe. Yes. 
And it's the only anime I've ever watched, if it's even considered anime. Yeah, I'd consider an anime. Yeah, because it's uh, what's called, what is it? Go, Lion, Go? Yeah. Because there was different Voltrons. Did you know that? Yeah. I had the Lion Voltron, and then there was a Vehicle Voltron. So cool. I had had that too, Brian. We had the We had the lions. I definitely know that. My brother had it. That's cool. It was, uh, dude, it was when it was put together, like like I said, like that thing was solid. Like if he wanted to smash me over the head of it with, with it when he was pissed off at me, like I'd be for sure. <laughs> Very good. All right. Dan, my number seven, I'm going to put a Furby here. I always was strangely obsessed with these things as a child. I don't know why. Furbies were weird looking, man. They got they had the beaks, but they're not a bird. They have the ears, but they're not a cat. Like what the hell was that thing? I don't I don't I still don't know what Furbies, like what species of animal they are. They were so cool. They're they're really cool. They're but like all the different colors, like the um the individuality of them all. Um and I think my mom thought they were annoying. It was like first and foremost, which is why I never was like even in contention for getting one. Uh, but I never had one as a kid. And now I look back and I'm like, that would have been something I probably would have held on to for a good portion of time. That's one of the OG like material like fads that I remember it was Furby. That and Beanie Babies were around the same time. My cousins had legitimate Furbies and... uh we got the McDonald's ones that were all plastic. They were still cute. We were like, oh, look at our McDonald's ones. They're, they got the full, like, furry Furbies and, and all that stuff. I'm like, eh, that's <laughs> my, my, mine's cool, too. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's my number seven. Is a furby. You ever seen yeah. a Furby with all its hair and stuff stripped off of it? Terrifying. 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 Yes. Not a fan. Not a fan. And 10 out of 10, do not recommend. Nightmare fuel. 100%. All right, Um, my number seven, I am going to put here. Uh, My cousin had this. Being a Power Rangers guy in, you know, kid in the 90s, uh, you know, Mighty Morphin was really cool. But, man, when they went to Zeo, it was pretty sweet. They had the Zeo Morpher on there, which they sold, uh, which it went on your wrist. And I used to love that the Zeo, the way the Zeo guys morphed and they did like this this whole weird hand thing and then they put one hand for one of the morphers in front of the other and it would it would this thing would flip up and they would morph and i really 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 wanted the zeo one i don't know why i just liked it i thought it was more conventional than the the mighty morphin one i just thought it was the coolest thing so it would be the zeo morpher it was these wrist things it was a little bit longer and they did one of their silly hand dance things it was like yeah zeo ranger Five red, dun, 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 dun. and then that's what they did. And I wanted one really bad. So I like the music. Zeo Power Rangers was was very cool. Like it was it was like crazy for me because it was a follow up of Mighty Morphin, which was like it dominated for like three years. Like that was the show for three years, and then all of a sudden Zeo comes out. I'm like, whoa, this is different. And they got shapes and and shapes and stuff on their helmets. It was crazy. So yeah, Zeo Rangers Morpher number seven. Nice. Love that. All right. Andrew, number six. I'm a big playset guy. 
So matter of fact, Brian knows that <laughs> we did a whole episode on play sets. Love a good play set. Here's one that I didn't have was by LJN. They make shitty games. Great toys. Uh, was the cat's layer from Thundercats. Mm. Another one my cousin had, and I wanted cat's layer. I love Thundercats. You can move cat's layer's head, the paws lift up just like on the cartoon. It's absolutely amazing. That's cool. So, I, I I never got any play sets. Never. That, like, is that was something I always wanted to. I know, but my parents were like, yeah, use your imagination. No, no, no. no. No, <laughs> F that. Yeah, we don't want to use our imagination. I know. We, it's, we want yeah. the toys. Like yeah. we want, we yeah. we want the real yeah. thing. Use your imagination, and then they then they spend the rest of your life beating the imagination out of you. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, <laughs> too I used to. What I used to do is get boxes from stores like Aldi's and shit, and I would make like my own like play sets. Where my my sister would get like a a big ass dollhouse and a Barbie dream house and all this stuff, and my parents were like, yeah, here's some boxes from all these. Why don't you put these together? You need a play set. You need at least one. Oh, being every... the oldest child is not worth it. Just saying. Just sometimes it's just it. Sometimes it's not worth it. We had tons of play sets. We had the Rambo, free, Rambo and the Freedom Freedom Fighters. We oh had my God, Ghostbusters. Uh, we built an X mansion, the uh, the ma- the mansion from X Men, out of boxes. And I remember my dad cutting up a laundry basket so you could get the windows. Oh, you, know, you could separate the panes. Yeah, we used to use that. Yeah, yep. we used to use the laundry basket. I used to remember those stepper things that everybody did in the nineties. They get yes. those like those those purple steppers, and like yeah, just, just step up and step down. That's your workout. I'd flip it upside down and I made it like a, a boat or a spaceship. That was my playset. I'm gonna have a talk with your dad next time I see him, man. <laughs> I know. I just realized when my uncle, yeah, was t- you know saying sorry for your uncle's loss there. Yeah, and I'm thinking to myself, I've known this asshole my whole entire life, and he never mentioned once that he knew somebody Pat. that was related. Yeah, to the is that crazy karate kid? I know. I'm a, little, I'm a little ticked off at good old Uncle Chris there. Oh, I miss Uncle Chris. He was he was nice to me. It's yeah. yeah he was exactly. uh I was I was glad I got to meet him in person and talk and <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. All these boxes. Oh god. All right. Breaking <laughs> <laughs> <Thinking> the wounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seriously. Um all right. Uh, Brian, you're number six. Number six is a game that another board game that my brother had, and once again I was Part of the reason why it got like messed up and parts gone missing, but you got to look up this game right now. Fireball Island. Fireball Island. It had a like a a volcano in the middle with these tracks like uh, pathways. And you would drop these marbles down, like you would, you know, you had to oh. stuff like that. Yeah, and this ball would roll down if your guy was in the way, it would hit your guy. It was epic. And apparently oh, you can weird. still get it. $35 I just saw on uh, Walmart. Yeah, yeah. There's one where you got replacement parts too, but yeah, so the OG one I could see for like $350. $750. Holy crap. Whoa. Somebody on eBay has it used for $750. Yeah. 
with an additional $35 shipping. Yeah, see, the new one doesn't look as wicked as the, the original. But, dude, Absolutely. I used to play that all the time. Mess around with it. It's so fun. And then once it was all gone, right? Once all the parts are missing, it was useless. I was like, I'll just get another one. Once again, my child brain didn't understand that, you know, sometimes toys aren't consistently available anymore. <laughs> that's really cool. Again, something they would not dare make as cool in modern times. This is, that's really, I'd never even heard of this thing. Oh, so cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah, it's like, right. a vac- it's like a vacuum form, like, play set. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, they used to have a lot of those. The bridges and all sorts of stuff, man. That's cool looking. Big board game guy over here. Yeah. Hey, they're great. Uh, Dan, your number six. My number six. I'm going to put, this is an obscure one from our childhood. Uh, but I remember seeing ads for this all the time when I used to watch Cartoon Network. And I always just thought it kind of looked cool for kids. It's a Marvin's Magic Drawing Board. Do you remember seeing ads for these things? I got to see this thing. They were like, it was a drawing pad that like did rainbow colors when you drew it. Oh, yeah. And you can like, can you, oh, let's see. Yeah, they used to always have like the, oh, do this order for nineteen ninety nine or whatever. And like, it, it'd be those commercials. But the advertisements work, dude, because those I things looked so fun like they looked really cool to just be able to draw with and like all these different ways and like all the different colors you can have with it i probably would have gotten bored with it in five minutes to be totally honest it's one of those gifts that like looks cool but like once you do like three things with it you're like oh it's probably not as cool as they made it look on the advertisements uh, but I always wanted one because of the way they made them look. So a Marvin's Magic Plays uh, drawing board comes in at my number six. Very good. I think my sister had that. Yeah, it, it's it's one of those ones that I don't know how good it would have been. I really don't. But um, it would have been really fun. Yeah, I do remember seeing this. That there's the I remember a couple other there's like. Elephant, elephant, the uh, elephant. There was the uh, the zoo animals books. A couple other good ones. So, yeah, I did. Cartoon Network advertising used to get me all the time, all the time. Um, very good. All right, my number six. I'm going to put here because I didn't like appreciate it till I was probably a little bit older. Um, the uh, Star Wars ATAT from the 1980s. Um, the big one, like the Millennium, there was the Millennium Falcon, which was always cool. But I, I, I thought it was, I, again, big vehicles was, uh, what were like again something I never really got, and but that thing was cool. I remember seeing in the Rochester Museum of Play, they had like a whole section of like different toys. I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was eighties or nineties, but they had it like they had like a general toys from the different decades, which is really really cool. If you've never been there, I highly encourage going to check it out. Um, but, and this was probably 10, 10, 11 years ago, but they had it sectioned off and that section, they had, it was, it was like yellowed a little bit, like it just a little bit. Cause it was so old, but they had it behind glass. And I was like, man, this is so cool that kids used to just have like, it didn't, it was just there. 
Um, you know, how cool would that be to all the Star Wars toys that they had at that when I was younger, I never had I really never had any of the vehicles. So to have like a, a giant ATAT just kind of being able to walk and, and just do whatever with, right? I, I thought that would have been the coolest thing. So uh that is my that is my number six. Don't get uh don't get bad at me, Matt, but uh there, <laughs> my brother had one and I actually pulled his hair on Christmas morning because he got it and I wanted to play with it and he wouldn't let me. And there is documented footage of that somewhere in a box in the closet of me having a picture <laughs> of that doing that to him. But yes, those toys were awesome back then. Because yeah. I got to play with them. <laughs> yeah, that so I mean the the via that was one of the cool things about Star Wars toys. You know, me and Brian just talked about them uh, with Johnny a couple weeks ago with Area Grievances, but man, they really went all out to give people the alt the ultimate ability to have a cool playing experience. Yeah. And it was just it was just a thing. I mean that that was a big play sets the the giant vehicles like at the time like GI Joe and and all that stuff Voltron. That was just that was just a part of it. So you know why that it's that way, right? Why you know why you don't have it anymore? Because people thought we weren't getting enough education on TV. So we yeah. have Saturday mornings taken away. And now Saturday morning cartoons are destroyed. Yeah. Forever. yeah. Now it's, they it's watch YouTube constantly. Yeah. yeah. But they but do have live streams of Saturday cartoon, like old cartoons. They do. Yeah. I do watch those sometimes. Don't get me started on that because those YouTubers can push their damn merch. But damn Hasbro and Mattel and everybody else weren't allowed to push theirs on Saturday morning cartoons, which I loved. I'd rather listen to He-Man and Transformers and Voltron and the real Ghostbusters other than, can I spend 24 hours inside of Walmart? What? <laughs> okay? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little bitter. I'm sorry. It's okay. And you're you're entirely in the right. Like that's that shouldn't be a thing that hundreds of thousands of people watch all the time, but it is. <laughs> I don't know why. All right. Very good, gentlemen. We are on to our top five. Let's go. Andrew, you're number five. So number five, speaking of one of those commercials that I loved <laughs> to watch, and uh the 30 minute commercial too, as they would call it, in G.I. Joe is I always wanted the killer whale by gi joe you might be wondering why is it called the killer whale because it is the killer warrior hover assault launching envoy and it was the hovercraft for gi joe it came with a little sled you pushed That's a little good. button in the back the propellers moved it could drop depth charges it carried your joes with you everywhere you would go that's so cool i wanted this one so badly it's only 400 dollars on ebay yeah is it the G.I. Joe product line is maybe unmatched. It's my it favorite really product line ever. Good. Is that the one where the big the, the big battleship was? Or was that something completely different? Yeah. We'll get to that later, Mike. <laughs> we'll right. get to that later. I know all about that one. I'm pretty uh, sure I've told you about it multiple times. <laughs> yes, I can't wait to hear it again. Speaking uh, of whales, that's, that's the great white whale right oh, there. Oh, yeah. That in the, it's not on my list. It almost made was the, if you get a chance, look up the Defiant, the spaceship. That thing's insane looking. It's huge. It has a crank that lifts up the spaceship. And then there's another smaller spaceship that detaches oh. from that spaceship. Oh, that's only $900 on, uh, oh, yeah. on that's actually yeah, that's probably, actually. this is very cool. Yeah. The eighties were the greatest decade. I wish I would have lived through them. <laughs> Me too. Um, 
Brian, you're number five. Number five is a thing that I kind of had but didn't have. So do you remember Weapons and Warriors game where you had like little cannons and catapults and stuff that you could shoot and trebuchets? It's a fun word. Try it out. I Um, I saw it on uh, board games. Ah, yeah, yeah. So I did have Weapons and Warriors, but I always wanted the Pirate Edition because I thought it would have been super cool to have battling pirate ships. Hmm. I didn't get it. Weapons and Warriors. Okay, yeah. I gotta look this thing up. Yeah, so they're like catapults and cannons that all worked off of like rubber bands with little plastic marbles. An awesome series. It's if you enjoy AVGN is Board James. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like. Oh, this is cool. My dad loved playing these with me. That was the best part about it. Ninety percent complete version of it from ninety four, fifty bucks. 90. That's really neat. <laughs> they say it's ninety percent complete. I don't know what's the ten percent that's the 10% missing. That, yeah. yeah, that could be huge. What if it comes yeah. with no catapults and no no cannons? <laughs> gotta get them from Fireball Island. Throw the marbles at them. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be good, I guess. Oh yeah, that's that's. 10% missing. That's I have it at my parents' house and it's probably close to 90% complete. Oh, there you go. You could sell it for 400 bucks. Not a chance. So I'll have, so <laughs> no, I'll have another 10%. I keep Yeah, everything. maybe you maybe you have the other 10%. The, the other could, uh, maybe. Yeah. I'll 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 hold it like hostage. Like <laughs> how much is this worth to you to get your <laughs> other 10%? <laughs> Very good. Very good. All right. Uh, Dan, you number five. My number five. I actually just got inspired uh, when we were talking about Pokemon and Digimon to put this one on here because I needed uh, a new one to go in here anyway. But it's a dual disc, so oh. at some point, <laughs> yes, <laughs> at some point during um, Yu Gi Oh, once like season two hit. It started going because it used to be like specific like digital fields you'd have to go at to play in like the high tech version. And now they did Seto Kaiba created these things called dual discs that you could throw down and battle digitally everywhere. Uh, so it was this thing. It just went on your forearm and the cards went on the tray as if it was your playing field, it wouldn't have done absolute dog shit at all. So like it, but they were, they were cool looking things for uh, that time period specifically. And they made it look so cool on the show too, especially cause that season they had just introduced the God cards and everything like that. Uh, but yeah, I always low key wanted one of those, even though I would have looked like the biggest anime nerd doing that yeah. and walking around in public like that. So one of my favorite stories from college the oh. second time is um is somebody actually pulled that out in the middle of the cafeteria. So there was oh, there was a group of kids that played Yu-Gi-Oh! regularly. They they dominated the group of tables right in front of Subway at Monroe Community College. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting next to this kid one time who was like he seemed anxious there was a bunch of kids this shit was weird there was a blind kid that was like he had the stick thing but he was telling people how to play Yu-Gi-Oh cards I'm like what the fuck 
And like he was some kind of like sensei or something. I don't know. But there's this kid sitting next to me on his laptop, like itching to play. And um, and somebody like he was waiting. He's like waiting his turn. And somebody asked him, hey, you, you want to play? And he goes, he slams his fucking laptop down. He goes, let's duel. And he pulls the dual disc out of his bag and puts it on his arm in the middle of the cafeteria. Oh, my God. I had to leave. I was like, I can't be around this shit. <laughs> I can't be around this. Like, it's cool, but I just can't be around this. That's incredible. I mean, he straight up said, let's duel. I was like, oh, my God. Unbelievable. <laughs> what the fuck? That's, yeah, see, that's the person I was afraid to turn into. Well, yeah, you made you made a good choice there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, I get it. Like, if you have it, like, you're, you're like, in private with friends, but and you're in the middle of a college campus and you pull that fucking thing out. Like, come on. Come on. Yeah. Let's duel. Let me get this dual disc out of my out of my gym bag and slide it on. Cut get the fuck out of here. But very <laughs> cool. Nonetheless. I almost bought one just as for shits and giggles a couple years ago, but I was not gonna wear it in public. Um dear God. All right. Uh my number five. Very good choice, my friend. Thank you, sir. Thank you. My number five. I am going to put so being a big Pokemon guy in the nineties, early two thousands. There was a line, their line of toys was was really, really cool, but they had these like figures that were very like small. I have them around the uh around the studio a little bit. But they're they're like probably an inch or two, inch and a half tall, but they used to come in multiple packs. So if you Wanted Squirtle, you'd get Squirtle, War Turtle, Blastoise. If you wanted Charmander, you get Charmander, Charmeleon, Charizard. I had all those. The one that I wanted was my favorite ghost type Pokemon was Haunter. So it would have been Ghastly Haunter, Gengar. And I never found I never found it because it was always such a hot seller. Um Hills used to have a huge row of them way back in the day. I still remember the the weird like the the yellow tinge like lights the of of hills the dirty ass floors and this 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 aisle was just full of the brim of pokemon toys they had so many and i seen it and I, my mom was like no not today and i never found it again so that would that's probably the one that i've never gotten that i would have liked i would have loved all 150 of them of course because of uh, i mean just pokemon i pokemon was one of the most insane like fads of all time but that was one that I that always avoid I, I always avoided me so and it was just right there on the tip of my fingers, um and it was it was it was not so um so yeah uh, ghastly haunter Gengar, um Pokemon toys from ninety I forget who made it I, I want to say Hasbro was I think it, it was Hasbro yeah what's that was it Tommy uh, let me see actually nineties uh, Pokemon toys and of course I have no phone service. Uh, classic right and if i turn on the wi-fi it'll draw from the zoom call yeah yeah i, I can't hasbro did a lot of those things those i actually just found one of the old uh watches that i was given as a kid it was a squirtle watch i just found it on ebay and i bought it I it was hasbro it was hasbro okay yeah they did a good job um with the pokemon line they probably made a shit ton of money off that too um Oh God, so many. Yep, Hasbro. They, they, dude, they had just the way they branded it was just wild. But, uh, but yeah. So that would be my number five is uh, is the ghost, the ghostly trio. Uh, Andrew, number four. Number four is the Technodrome. 
So I had the sewer, but I had no technodrome for my turtles to go and face. So it was pretty sad in the lens household there with my turtles not being able to go anywhere. So like Matt said, they would, the technodrome was like normally underneath the bed or something like that. Oh, that's cool. But I would have loved to have the technodrome. Andrew, hundred bucks, eBay. Yeah. Get it by, get it by next Wednesday. Yeah. I, I, I like my, I like my life, like living in my house. Come on, man. It's from 1990. It's an OG. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. That's better than some of the other stuff we've named today. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I got away with the castle because, you know, every woman wants to, her husband to bring home a castle and I bring her home a castle and she complains about it. So. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. No, that's, that's really cool. Is that the thing that was in the Turtles in Time game? Yeah. It was in every Ninja Turtles game. Okay. Okay. You always had to go to the Technodrome. Very good. Yeah, it's badass turtles toys back in the day. Yeah, they did. Um, Brian, you're number four. I'll match Andrew. I also wanted the Technodrome. Whoa. Yeah, I also wanted, I, I had the sewer. Um, My cousin had the Technodrome, but uh, I wanted it. And uh, once again, because he has it, I don't need it. So I never got it. I'm glad that you guys could find some common ground. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very happy out of all the, the hostility that has taken place on today's episode that there's some common ground found there. Yes. Always some type of common ground. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Good choice. Good choice. Uh, Dan, you're number four. One that got away from me. And we've talked about this on other episodes that we've done. uh, But in my uh, preteen years, the hot ticket item at Christmas was a PSP. Um, and I always wanted one because I love PlayStation so much and it was PlayStation on the go. Um, to this day, I've still never owned one of those or a Vita or any Sony handheld system because they still cannot necessarily get it right at times. Um, both with marketing and everything else, they just in general cannot get those things. PSP was really, really good. Vita was not Vita was came and went but psp will last a long time yeah very good game library for it agreed so um i always loved it i always um had a low-key hope of getting it for christmas even though i knew it wasn't going to happen but um that is my number four very good thank you very good all right um my number four i'm going to go with i'm going to put a Peyton Manning starting lineup here. Um, love the starting lineup figures. And that's uh, something I've been really kind of not collecting, but I if I see one that I really like, I'll pick it up. Actually, uh, my friend Will, on, uh, who's on the panel discussion with me, he bought me a Colts Jim Harbaugh one. Or uh, Right? It's Jim, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was Jim that played for. Yeah. Uh, really, really excited. I look back at the like that those times it was kind of an unpredictable years for the Colts. Like they had the '95 championship run. That's one jersey that I would love to have is a Colts Jim Harbaugh. But to get like the figure, I've I found Edron James. I've had a Marsh. I got a Marshall Falk one. Um, you know, Deion Sanders. I have a ton. Like Ed McCaffrey. I have a ton that are just sitting here, like in the studio. It's just it's just so cool. But 
Peyton's always eluded me. Peyton's always eluded me, and it's a, it's a hard find. You don't see him ever anywhere, but you can find him like there's this church next to here that does like a lot of resale stuff. They had a bunch of toys at one point and they had just boxes and boxes and boxes full of old starting lineups for like five, six bucks a pop. But yeah, no, no Peyton Manning one. So, um, so yeah, that would be my number four is, is that I I've had tons of the, uh, the McFarlane Peyton Mannings, but, uh, yeah, the, the starting lineup one always eluded me. So yeah, uh, that, was, that line was amazing. It was so good. So good. They're bringing it. They, I heard they were bringing them back, but it's you have to like pay into some exclusive club or something like that. It's some goop like toy shopping is ridiculous now because everyone's like, you gotta, you gotta pay to be in this and then you get access to it. It's just a the fucking scam. There um, is a custom makers. My, my friend's still heavily, heavily in the starting lineups. Yeah. Yeah. To the point where he was like, Hey, do you have a Griffey one? I'm like, I don't have any of my lineups anymore. He's like, here, have a, have this Griffey. So now I have like a Griffey rookie lineup just in my, in my office oh, here. But very he, cool. There are people that say your kid plays football or anything like that. If you give them the lineup, they'll custom make it to where it's like your kid's Jersey and everything else. Oh, that's, that's awesome. really cool. Yeah. It's, it's one of those iconic action figure that should have probably never never went away yeah. yeah especially with how popular sports is now and man those McFarlane's were expensive back yeah started you could find them for kind of cheap now but back in the day McFarlane's were, were pretty expensive starting lineups were just you know they were cool sports is more popular than ever currently so um all right we're on to our top three so Andrew. my my third one here on my list is so I, I had a krang but when you got krang just in the package he just came in this little chair from teenage mutant ninja turtles the chair is cool it had legs and you know the arms on it and stuff but in the cartoon he always had this cool robotic body but that was sold separate and i never got the cool robotic body and i've always wanted krang's body just so I could put the Krang in there. I hate the Playmates Krang toy so much that I see like the reissues and they're like 10 bucks now for like the 80s turtles. And I just pass by it because I just don't want to deal with it. I just have horrible memories of trying to mess around with that stupid chair thing. And I never had his body. So why do I even want Krang? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Krang's a big one. It's a big one. I wonder if Will has it or had it. He might have. He might have it. He has at his knowing his toy him, room. Yeah, his toy room is insane. He, I, he might have it. Honestly, yeah. The the OG. He, yeah, turtles toys were his big one. Andrew, I wish you could see this thing in person. Oh, it's unbelievable. If you ever come home, ever if you ever come not home, but well, technically home. But yeah, if you ever come back here, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to take you over there to see it, so I can watch you just piss yourself in the excitement in like june when it's like 80 degrees because it gets it's a little cold up there isn't there ah, a little chilly 49 a little chill freezing we didn't get up to 80 very much this year actually um all right brian you're number three number three is the sega genesis nice. i was a nintendo household but there was exclusive games for Sega that I wanted to play that I just couldn't. Once again, famous cousin that is unnamed uh, had Sega Genesis. 
also one of my best friends joe had a sega genesis so like i got to play them but like i don't know dude i wanted to be able to play mortal Kombat whenever i wanted or i wanted yeah. to play sonic whenever i wanted or the one that i really wanted to play was the jurassic park game jurassic park one and two for Jega's Sega Genesis was yeah because the Sega was superior I think in that for those yes. for the two consoles yeah it had better licenses I I still think that the greatest sixteen bit game of all time is Super Mario World but I'm a little biased that's ironic because like your daughters absolutely adore Sonic the Hedgehog too and you never like you never had it as a kid they didn't have it no nope. yeah. you, you forgot that one other person that you knew that had a Sega Genesis, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you back then. <laughs> I didn't know anyone. From you could have shared. Phone. You could have been playing no. Sonic. I could have been playing on your power glove. It would have been wonderful. And and the the Genesis was so cool because you like you could snap in the the thirteen bit adapter. I remember that was the first time that I saw Doom on a screen was on oh, a, yeah. the 32-bit adapter. Yeah. And um, my friend Joe, his brother, Dave, had, had snuck out. He snuck out and got the 32-bit. Because you weren't supposed to have that game. That was the first, like, besides Mortal Kombat, like, no, Doom's demons. That's bad stuff. You're going to hell. Right. Uh, <laughs> Very controversial. You're talking about the wrong person about children not being able to play certain things <laughs> or watching things because <laughs> remember just because i watched it as a kid does not make it a kid's movie right. correct right. and you just learned that the hard way yes you know what was awesome about the original sega genesis 2 that not too many people mentioned is you could plug headphones into that thing yeah oh wow yeah i didn't know that actually. very superior yeah. like when you did it with the headphones very weird but you could hear a lot of different things that you can't pick up on a tv yeah, yeah, yeah! Cool. Great system, great system. I've had so much. I've had quite a few different. They're relatively cheap now. I feel like, especially the Gen three ones, you can get them for a good price. But yeah, very good, very good. Dan, you're number three. So there might be some controversy with this one. Controversy because I've been thinking about this all day, and as we're sitting here, I had a memory that popped into my brain. So I'll I'll have to explain this and then elaborate on what I'm thinking right now. Okay. So my number three is a Batman Forever uh, Batcave. Okay. Because um, that one always looks super cool. I always enjoyed like, you know, the the Schumacher things were terrible. One good thing about them is there were good toys that came out of it because it was marketed specifically towards kids. Yes. So out of that shit movie, they had to get one thing right out of both of them. So I guess the toys are a perfect thing to go with with uh, with that in mind. But as I was contemplating this, I was sitting and I was thinking, didn't Batman and Robin have a Batcave too that they sold with that? With that movie? And I just looked that one up and I'm pretty sure I had that one. But I also can't remember if I got it for Christmas or like a birthday or whatever. But I so I may have had a bat cave. I may have had a bat cave at one point in time, but I don't remember for sure. 
So, uh, but I'm going to keep the Batman Forever one on here because I know specifically I did not have that one. Okay. So I'm going to say the Batman Forever Batcave is my number three. There are a lot of good toys for Batman Forever. There uh, were. Those were the big and balloony and caricature things are good for toys. Like, yeah. they, they're, they're very specifically good for, very famously, they had the toys um, produced and ready to like go in circulation before the movie was even done for Batman and Robin. Yeah. Which is why some of the things turned out the way they look. Yeah, because didn't they do like movie. a Marlon Wayans Robin too? Yeah. I think they released like a it was Marlon Wayans was supposed to be Robin and they released an action figure of him. Yeah. As Robin. Sure, yeah. But yes, you are you are you are right. It was uh some zany I remember getting a lot of the Batman Batman and Robin toys. Cause I I I adored that movie as a kid. I had the poison ivy and Robin and all. Oh God, such good! They did a great job merchandising for that. Great job, much better. They probably made way more money on toys than they did the movie. Maybe. Uh, Batman Christmases are always the best Christmases. That was the first Christmas I ever remember. Is when I got 1989 Batman Batcave. The I got the diecast car and Bat, you know, the Batmobile, and dude, it was sick. That's so cool. Yeah. I, I, it, it, there was like, they did so many variations of Batman too, which I really liked. Like, you know how they had like the TMNT ones? They had like different styles. Like, oh, there was like, like a scuba one and this and that. Batman had so many different variations with his costumes. I used to love that. I hated that. Like, so badly. <laughs> I had a Halloween one. I had one that was like armor. There was like some kind of armor to it. Like there was some, some wild, wild designs. I just um, love, for Batman. I just wanted Batman. <laughs> I actually don't think I ever got a normal Batman toy. It was all gimmicky. Oh, I had plenty. I had plenty. It was all very gimmicky. I had a scuba Batman. Yeah, I, I, I might. I had a scuba Spider Man. It was like, it was cool. It was like transparent in some parts. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, all right, my number three. I'm going to put my power my my Power Rangers Zord here. My I had the movie so the Ninja Zord from the movie. I did get that, but the one that I always wanted was from the original. It was the Dragon Zord because it 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 the Green Ranger Mega Zord because it was just so cool. It, it it was massive. It was bulky. It lit up on the front. And if you bought if you bought it with like I think you can get the Ultra Zord, so you can get the Ultra Megazord to combine like all three, you know, to, to make this super mega ridiculous. Um, but the Dragon Zord was always really, really cool. Like I remember unlocking it. They had like a, a Power Rangers game for Sega. It was a versus one, it was a fighting game. And as soon as I unlocked the Green Ranger, I always picked him because so he could play as the Dragon Zord in the in the in the big boss battles. But uh, yeah, the Dragon's Zord one was just it was epic. They re-released it not too long ago, but it was just yeah, for me like that was like like when Tommy was you know would just, duh, 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 on the dagger and watching the Dragon's Zord come out like of the water, it was epic for me. And you you just wanted that action figure so you can duplicate it. So that would be my number three is the Dragon Zord. Love that one. Very, Very cool. If you have Tubi, I suggest if you don't mind reading subtitles, check out Zoo Rangers. What do you like the Japanese version? Super Sentai or whatever? Yeah, Super yeah. Sentai Zoo Rangers. 
Huh. I did just download Tubi this weekend. Amazing. Just sit there, watch a couple episodes, and you're going to be like, I remember that part. But it is way different, way more ramped up. You're like, this is for kids, especially when the Green Ranger hops into the Megazord. Do you remember that part? Yeah. Well, in Zoo Rangers, he's like, Power Rangers, die and go to hell. (laughs) (laughs) Japanese, it's, it's way better stories. Yeah, what you got? But I, I, I watched most of it. It's pretty great. It's actually very cool when you think about. It. They just literally used all the action sequences oh, yeah. from that show and then put an American twist on it. Crazy. Uh, um, yeah, that is number three. As we're on to our number twos, Andrew. Number two, I won't spend too long. Mine is the original Megazord. Okay. Like, uh, kind of like Dan said. One that you'd like put together, the original one. I had one, but it was like remote controlled and you could talk into like a microphone, but it wasn't anything you could break apart. And it was like the, like you said, it was like the plastic Furby version of the, ori- yeah. <laughs> of the original Megazord, but I always wanted a Megazord. Yeah. I, my, I th- I'm pretty sure my cousin had the original uh, Megazord, but yeah, it was. It was neat. I think you could put the stickers on the sides, but yeah, anything you could break apart and kind of put together. That's why I always wish, I know they don't have the licensing for it, but I wish Lego would get their hands on the Power Rangers license. I think they could make some really cool stuff if they ever did it. So, very good. Very uh, nice. Brian, you're number two. All I have to say is, Crossfire! <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Everyone wanted a Crossfire. I actually didn't know anyone that owned it which is like the biggest bummer. So not only did I not get it, but none of my friends or family members got it. So I don't know what it was like to play Crossfire. I just know it looked epic in the commercial. <laughs> I mean, you got to fly in like space and land in like a all black room of a bunch of strangers watching you. It was awesome. Yeah. Crossfire. Yeah. The commercials were very, very cool. I, I remember watching them, uh, a little bit older. I think my dad mentioned, I don't think he ever had it, but he mentioned, he mentioned he played it before. Cause he's kind of like an eighties. He's basically an eighties kid. Um, and yeah, that was like, that was the be all end all and every like top, like eighties toy list or you find crossfire is always on it. Always on it. That's one of the best commercials ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's legit. And it's got a cool little jingle to it. Cool little jingle. Um, all right, Dan, you're number two. My number two, I had a lot of Batman action figures, but Bane was the only one I never got the chance to own. And I was very upset about that because I am a very big Bane fan. That is, he's one of my favorite supervillains in general. Uh, the animated series one specifically I'm thinking of because that's the most iconic version of him. Yeah, And um, there's one, I think we even have it here somewhere, but there's a version of him. Yes. I think, yeah, yeah. I think I got over in the closet. Yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's around somewhere, but um, yeah, that one specifically as a Christmas gift, I always was like, Oh, maybe I'll get Bane this year. Maybe I'll do that. But no, always. I, I always got great ones. Don't get me wrong. There were, I always had every Batman figure I ever need, but low key, I just always wanted Bane and never got him. So that made it at number two. Very good choice. Very good choice. Um, my number two, I'm going to go into the realm of video games. And this was one thing, one accessory that I was blown away that existed. And I remember wanting this thing so bad because I loved my PlayStation. 
And I want, like, if I was going somewhere, I wanted to kind of just take it with me. Like, if we're going to Disney, like, we would plug in a TV on our Disney trips and watch movies. But I'm like, man, if I could just play this on the road, I would do it. It is the LCD screen that came for the PlayStation 1. You connected it. I, I think you, I don't know how you connected it. I've never seen one in person. But it would plug into the back of the PS1. You could basically play it on the go. Like, you could be, like, I remember going, one of my sister's doctor appointments that we used to go out to Buffalo for. And I used to just sit there for fucking hours waiting for her to get in and get seen. And I'm like, man, I wish I could just have this thing, plug my PlayStation into the into a wall in a unit, and just play Crash Bandicoot as I pleased, and while and just kill time for two hours. I know, and yeah, there's one of those things where obviously, like my parents weren't like, yeah, we really want to get you a gaming system to go. Uh, <laughs> you know, Lord knows you play enough at home, you don't need to play on the road either. So. But that that would be something that I I've always wanted. I just thought it was such a cool concept. It just yeah, it just sits right on the PlayStation body, and you can play games on the go. And um, yeah, really really cool. So the PS One LCD screen is my number two. Very cool. Thank you. All right, numero uno. I think we are making a very good time, by the way, gentlemen. Very very good time. Mrs. Finch is going to be very happy. We'll see. Yeah. Mine is... she, she beat me at fa- she oh boy, she beat me at fantasy this week, so she should be very excited. My number one is definitely the holy grail, what every kid wanted in my age group, and if you didn't have it, you still want it today. The GI Joe aircraft carrier, the USS Flag, flag with two G's, coming in at when it's fully assembled, at a whopping. Seven feet, six, six inches long, just over three feet wide, and almost three feet tall. You could land your whole G.I. Joe planes on here, made sounds, everything else. Came with like a little like blow horn thing in there. Had You could put ships inside of it. This thing was massively huge. I remember seeing it in a catalog going, oh my goodness, how can I get my hands on one of these? Never had one. Always want, always wanted one, and it's the most impressive place. Let play, I can't even talk. Play set slash probably vehicle. I don't even know if you can push this thing because it's so massively huge that I've ever seen. Yeah, I've heard legends of this. Oh, I've heard uh, legend, legendary stories of this thing, man. It is amazing. I'm looking it's at the it whole now. Trail. Yeah, it's. The whole trail. it's- the white whale, it's all those things wrapped in, uh, up into one. Everyone close like to my and Andrew's age, like you're aware of it and you've heard people say it, but you've never seen one in person. Yeah. There's like zero chance. Nobody knows any. I don't know anyone. And I've met some pretty spoiled pe- people. My older cousin, not the same one I've been referencing, but um, he got everything. Like we were talking on the Star Wars episode, right? About yeah. the Star toys. And he got everything. He got um, the evil. Do you remember, uh, Andrew, you'll get this reference, the evil Knievel stump bike? I yeah. remember that. I remember seeing yeah. that. Yeah. He, he do, So he was that kid. He got everything. He basically grew up as an only child. All his siblings were much older than him. So he got everything he wanted. He never got that. Like seven. Did you guys hear that? He said it was seven feet long. Yeah. That's taller than me. Like, that's I, insane. 
how do you hide that? Like, how do you hide no. something like that for Christmas? How do you put it away? Like, I, how don't. do you play with it? How many, how many rooms are <laughs> you like, how do you do like, do you just shift it a little bit one way? And it, it's, it's amazing, wild. but it's, it's, it sounds really, really cool. I think it's the, in the hallway. Time. Yeah, right. it is. <laughs> Yeah, it would have been a lot. Hey, it would have been a lot better ship than the the stepper thing. That's for sure that I had to use. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you would have definitely loved this better than the stepper. Oh, yeah. no imagination required for that. That's for sure. Oh, my no, goodness. hey, GI <laughs> Joe, the Hasbro team on GI Joe did an amazing job, and you can also own one for about three thousand dollars. Oh, is that it? Wow. Yeah. Hey, if we pull our money together, we could share one, everybody. No, yeah. because I learned my lesson about that from watching The Simpsons when Martin, Melhouse, and Bart pulled ah. the money together to buy the first uh, copy of Radioactive Man. Yep. <laughs> Brian, you want to get one for the studio? I don't know where we're going to put it, but we'll get one for the studio. I'll definitely yeah, sure. fly there. Yep. I'll fly there. <laughs> You'll um, fly there to play with it. By oh, the way. Uh, I'll be permanently moving to the studio um, after this purchase. (laughs) All in the back of the podcast, you'll just hear me and Brian go, I'll get you, Cobra. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah, that is, uh, it doesn't get much better than that. So uh, that is a perfect number one. Um, Brian, I'm excited to hear what you got for number one. It's not that big. It's it's not well known. It It is my own white whale that i was chasing as a kid i definitely know i put it on like three consecutive christmas lists just hoping it would show up it is the tower of the wizard king board game so type that into your old googlers there uh when you got time later watch a video on it so you can see actually how it's played but it looked so fun in the commercial and it was this it was a board game that kind of reminded me of like my brother's um, you know, Doom Island, like you know, game that I was talking about earlier. It, it's I love any board game that requires you to like turn stuff and like stuff like appears and disappears and stuff like that. Yeah, and it it looked so epic in the commercial, and I jumped on it right away. But apparently, it was either elusive, or it was expensive, or I was already getting other stuff that was on my list as well, but that is the one that never showed up underneath my tree. Wow. And it's a board yeah. game. It's a little, a little lame compared to the, the epic, um, you know, air- aircraft carrier thing that the GI Joe's rolled out. But I, to this day, I still want it. Um, I, I've already looked at eBay and I don't want to pay those prices. So, <laughs> uh, 300, yeah. I'm seeing some other ones that are pretty, like 121. It's used. That's yeah. on noblenightgames.com. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the unopened ones are fairly expensive, but yeah, that's pretty cool. I never even heard of this one, so and I, I'm I'm like glad you didn't. You know, uh, you, you kind of mix it up a little bit. So I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm glad you went a very heavy board game on this list. I got uh, one every single Christmas. I've got some really obscure ones. Can I list them real quick? Yeah, absolutely. I have a Crocodile Hunter board game. I have uh, the Jumanji board game. You probably saw it on some of the commercials that you were watching. I'm yep, sure. I had that. Yep. 
Uh, I had a shark attack game that it would bounce around and eat your your people. That was pretty awesome. Um, trying to think of some other like really obscure ones. I had like five different Monopoly games, like NASCAR Monopoly, NFL. It's literally called NFLopoly. And this was before the uh, like the Houston Texans. Oh, really? Oh, that's really cool. So that's how old it is. Wow. Yeah. I feel like I've seen the NFLopoly one, but that's 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 good. That's really good. Yeah, board game night used to be a big thing with our family. It used to be a big thing with our family. So I understand the love and appreciation for it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. In Home Alone, I had a Home Alone board game that was super fun. Yeah? Yeah. Wow, that does sound really That sounds like it would be really fun. I can oh. see you doing a lot of things with Kevin McAllister. A lot of creativity on that. I'm sure. Unfortunately, there it wasn't as uh, it wasn't like um, 13 Dead End Drive with all the actual traps that would fall. They were just little tokens. But whatever. Yeah, that's still cool though. Very good. Great list, gentlemen. Uh, Dan, what do you got for number one? My number one, um, I got some of these for Christmas in the past, but I'm greedy and I wanted all of them. Um, Marvel Shapeshifters. This is something I've brought up on the show before. Um, They were um, action figures that turned into like different other things. So it would be like a Spider-Man action figure that turned into like a Spider-Bat or like there was a Hulk one that turned into like a dinosaur and uh, there's a carnage one that turned into like a three headed monster or something like that. Um, yeah. There, there were some really, 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 really cool ones that were out there. And I just wanted to see all of them. I had a few that I obsessed over, um, but there were ones around that uh, I, I just want to see. I just want to know what some of them were uh, transformed into and what some of them look like. Uh, it would be so cool to get the full set. And I always just wanted to collect way more of them as a kid. Yeah. And I realized how much I love these while I was going through this list. Um, but yeah, Marvel shapeshifters are going to be my number one. Very good. Yeah. I do remember you mentioned them um, before. I, I do kind of remember them a little bit I'm trying to, again, the, the service, my phone service is not working now. So I could just kind of get another, uh, just a refresher on it. But yeah, there's some pretty cool. Ones. Do you remember which one specifically you had? I had the Spider-Man spider bat. It was like a spider. It, it was like this. I looked it up earlier and found it. It was the spider sense Spider-Man and it turned into like a legitimate spider bat that like had this monster face or whatever. There was a Hulk that like flipped inside of itself and like turned into a dinosaur. Um, there were a couple of go- rhino who turned into a legitimate rhinoceros. That's cool. Um, Punisher turned into a gun, which is hilarious. You'd never, get away- <laughs> you'd never get away with that these days. No, but like <laughs> how appropriate is Punisher? Yeah. Isn't yeah. What else you got to turn band? Huh? When you didn't transform him fully, the rocket launcher part of the gun was in his, uh, Oh, yep, yep, yep. Genital area. That's tough. That's tough. Uh, but yeah, these things were the best, and I wish I could have gotten more of my number one of those. All right. Very good choice. Uh, my number one is probably the most expensive thing on here, but this is at the point in time where, I, again, 
Uh, this is probably 10, 11 years ago where I was just asking, like, if you just get me one thing, like, I don't need a bunch of, I don't need a bunch of different, like, little things. Just, like, find me one really cool thing. I I was collecting Legos, spending what little money that I had on Lego sets 10, 11 years ago, and big on Star Wars Legos especially. And the one thing that I wanted to death was the Lego Death Star. Uh, this thing, it was, like, it was a ton of pieces. I think it was, like, three, 400 bucks. Uh, which is, I mean, a lot, even, you know, it's a lot for now. It was definitely a lot back then too. Uh, but it had like 24 mini figures with it. It had all these different little scenes and it is one of, like it came out around the same time that it made a super, uh, star destroyer, which was long as hell, but the death star one, I just liked the different areas of it, the different scenes, the different, uh, again, minifigures, which I was big into collecting. Like if a set had a lot of different minifigures, I wanted it. And that was one. It had like a couple different versions of Luke, Han, Leia, had the Emperor, Darth Vader, Grand Moff Tarkin, a bunch of stormtroopers, uh, C-3PO, R2, just had every, all the really the main important characters, aside from like Lando in the original trilogy. And I always, always, always wanted this thing. Um, I got to see one in person finally last year. Our buddy Will um, has it. I got to see it in his toy room. I seen it up close and I was just blown away. But it is it. That's like the uh, that's the holy grail of Lego Star Wars, in my opinion, is the Lego Death Star. So and they re-released it not too long ago. And I think it's like six hundred bucks now. So uh, and yeah. that's that was on the Lego website. That's not even like black market, like reselling it. But there it is, everybody. We did it. We got through it. We got some really, really good lists out there. Um, I had a lot of fun going through memory lane a little bit. I always like these nostalgia episodes, especially around Christmas time. Cause there's there's a lot, you know, a lot of, we associate the holidays with a lot of good times, some bad times, but a lot of just great memories. And uh and I don't know, it's just when it comes to uh, you know, consumerism, just buying toys and all sorts of stuff, it just goes hand in hand with Christmas time. So um, Hell yeah, gentlemen! If you guys want to plug your stuff at all, I say check out the Nostalgia Funhouse. There you go. Andrew's- and retroactive sport, retroactive sports podcast. That's what I do with Johnny Townsend. Uh, we got YouTube, Facebook, everything else. Go check us out there. Absolutely, crafting and drafting. New episode coming out. Uh, well, we're recording it this week, sometime next week. Uh, the 90s time capsule list, which I'm very, very excited about uh, doing, should be a should be a good one. And, uh, you know, of course, you know, go, you know, go follow that. Um, an airing of grievances with, my, with myself, Brian and Johnny do once a month. Um, and of course, Dan shows, you know, uh, your average ordinary this and he occasionally hops on what's going on. With uh, occasionally on what's going on, yeah. So, yep, 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 yep. so there it is, guys. Once again, thank you so much. And uh, to the listeners, on behalf of our sorry, Dan, do you have a you have your list ready for next week? Did you I actually it? I do have one. So, announce it? this is one you and I did um, our top 10 favorite Christmas movies, yes, last year. We're gonna do our top 10 holiday specials next oh. week, so those could be. It could be anything like sitcom related because like sitcoms tend to have like Christmas episodes and things. So it could be a specific sitcom episode. 
It can be something like a Charlie Brown Christmas that's like a hot half hour or less. Okay. That's um that's like a branded type of thing. But yeah, that's what I want to do for next week is our top ten favorite Christmas specials to that, do. That is a great idea. I'm excited for that. There's so many to choose from too. Um, well, there it is, everybody. On behalf of Andrew, Brian, Dan, and I, do you even list? Recruit a team of teenagers with attitudes.